0: From the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Mars Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Nikki, let's let's wrap it up and we'll be talking to you later as well. But you know, coming into a situation where Baylor has won so many championships in the Big 12 in a row, you know, what kind of pressure do you feel to continue that excellence level at Baylor?
2: Certainly a lot of pressure. Um, but I didn't take the job expecting there not to be pressure. I think everyone on this stage puts a lot of pressure on themselves to be successful. So what that looks like, I don't think pressure from the outside is any different than you're going to place on yourself on the inside to do things the right way.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by D'Amore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
2: Scott, so every year you guys get up there and talk about how tough the Big 12 is, you're defending national champions in your pick third Let's talk about expectations in this conference.
3: Well, I think uh, you look at the last uh, three Final Fours, we've had a Big 12 team, uh, a part of it. Uh, again, most teams in the NCAA tournament since 2014. Uh, personally, uh, coaches always are trying to have goals and things they'd love to accomplish. One thing I'd love for our league to accomplish is to have three teams in the Final Four at one time. Uh, our league's never done that. And it takes some luck to have that accomplished, but this is another year where that's that's a possibility. So uh, uh, a lot of teams will have that opportunity, and hopefully at the end of the year, uh, at some point, we can have that accomplished.
0: Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, back to the voice of the National Championship Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris.
4: Show on this Thursday, a little Baylor basketball in the open with the uh, Waco Chamber tip-off luncheon today. Talk about that. Tell you some of the highlights from that really, really great event. Congratulations to the uh, Chamber. We're pulling off an outstanding event at the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium today. Coach Nikki Collin in the open, Scott Drew in the open, and uh, Aaron, so the uh, Chamber Tip-Off Luncheon annual event. You know, they've got the kickoff luncheon in August, the tip-off luncheon here. They'll have a first pitch luncheon coming up, I think scheduled for January 20th. But really a uh, uh, a highlight on the annual calendar for these big Chamber events and another one just really well done uh, in person today, because this time last year, this luncheon last year was was done uh, virtually, just right. over Zoom, so over 700 people there today not, in
5: person. Not quite the same on Zoom, no, is it?
4: not even close, not <laughs> even close. And did I hear
5: right that, that Coach Drew got a standing ovation? He did,
4: he absolutely Well-deserved. Yes, yes. Well-deserved. I could see that coming, and I think yeah. very well-deserved, yep. so... Pretty cool. Well done by Ricky Rhodes and uh, uh, Kevin Gill, the MCC coaches, Coach uh, uh, Nikki Collin from Baylor, and then Coach Scott Drew. I'll tell you this also, Jim Haller's the MC for this, this one, the uh, basketball luncheon. And Jim does a great job. I mean, he does a great job. <laughs> he's Jim. He, he's, he's in he's his a, element when he yes. does this. You know, he,
5: he's a good public speaker and he's funny. Yeah, yeah. A- exactly. And that is the perfect combination and, for and that he knows job. Everybody in town. That's true. And he knows basketball. Obviously, and he knows basketball. You know, right, I mean, right. so uh, he 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 checks all the boxes yep. as far as who you want to host that thing.
4: <laughs> Very much in his element. But uh, I, I say that to say when he gets to the point where he is introducing Coach Drew uh jim got choked up a little bit wow it was really interesting to see and i didn't get to talk to him afterward but jim just understands the magnitude of what coach drew and baylor basketball accomplished oh absolutely winning a national championship
5: well and you know as far as as coach atler goes you know it's it's been so long um you know you forget i forget you know that i was listening to them you know make that ncaa tournament I, well, I mean, listening to not not that one, but listening to him on the radio, his teams on the radio as right. a kid, you know, right, growing right. up, and right. you, you forget, hey, he used to be the head coach of Baylor, you Very know, much invested, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's. Uh, I can see, I can see him. Uh, I can see him getting emotional about that. Absolutely,
4: and uh, it was really it was good to see. You know, and Jim just did a great job, and it was fun. They presented the uh, Frank Fallon Award goes to someone that has made significant contributions to the sport of basketball in the Central Texas area, and it went to uh, Sophia Young Malcolm, who is uh, former Baylor All American member of uh, Baylor women's first national championship team in 05, and now back on uh, Nikki Collins' staff as assistant AD for player development.
5: I I told you off-air, but I have the uh, DVD of the Final Four that year, and she just – she just dominated. Yeah. I mean, she was unstoppable. <laughs> and you're talking about them playing in the semifinals against a team that had Simone Augustus and, and, and Sylvia Fowles. Yeah, you know, right. and she was the best player on the court. Yeah, and, and it wasn't and it wasn't close. Yeah, and they were both. It's not like they had bad games. They were both very good. She was just, she was just amazing. You know, in the biggest games of her career, uh, she had two of her best games, yeah. and I've, I've watched that probably at least. 30 times, <laughs> you know, because it's not the full games, but it's right. it's it, it's most of it, you know, with uh, with the commercials cut out and stuff. Mm, so okay. it, it turns it into like 30 or 40 minutes, yeah. you know, for each of the two games in the Final Four.
4: So congratulations to uh, Sophia, a very deserving honor there. I think she was very touched by uh, receiving the Frank Fallon Award today from the Greater Waco Chamber. Steve was there. Steve Fallon was there. And uh, Beverly Fallon, Steve gave a great uh, speech as the award was presented, and uh, fun to see him and and just fun to see so many people there, you know, in person, no masks for the most part, uh, at the Baylor Club, the food by the Baylor Club, oh, just unbelievable again. So the way they do these for the luncheons with that many people, you know, it's 700 plus people, Mm -hmm. they just have three different serving lines, and you go through on both sides and serve yourself, and it moves really, really quick.
5: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah.
4: And it was oh, it was so good. Uh, salad, uh, potatoes, vegetables, your choice of chicken or brisket or or both,
1: <laughs>
4: and a little bluebell ice cream at the end of the line. So well done by Mike Mosel on the Baylor Club. Well done by the Waco Chamber. And a really nice event. And then Melvin Adams was the uh, speaker after the local coaches, former uh, Harlem Globetrotter. That guy was entertaining, let me tell you. He was really entertaining. So really, really fun event today, the Greater Waco Chamber Tip-Off Luncheon.
5: Yeah, it sounds like it was a great time.
4: Very fun. Very good. All right, uh, basketball is right around the corner. Uh, And speaking of Sophia Young-Malcolm, Uh, tomorrow in the 3 p.m. hour, Aaron, we will have, uh, an interview with Sophia and Derek Smith, the new voices for Baylor women's basketball. So, got them together and uh, we'll have that tomorrow in the 3 p.m. hour and you'll enjoy hearing from both of them Derek uh, very much a professional in everything that he does and uh, Sophia is new to broadcasting but she's just a natural you know Mm -hmm. and she'll do so well spoken and she'll just do great and uh, that's going to be a really good tandem on the women's basketball broadcast this year
5: and on the men's it'll be
4: same old guys.
5: You and Pat, huh? Okay. No, Same that's a old great, y'all are a that's great right. team. Y'all yeah. do a great job. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. So,
4: uh, yeah, Pat and I will do that again. Believe me, we'll we'll do that as long as they'll let us right. do that. <laughs> Which yeah. is true. Yeah. Very fun uh, uh, video introducing the, uh, the Baylor coaches today. Just highlights from last year. And, uh, yeah, again, just a really, really fun event. And January 20th, 20th, put that on the calendar as the uh, Chamber First Pitch Luncheon talk MCC and Baylor baseball and softball. So uh, kudos to Ricky Vasquez with the Chamber and uh, everyone that uh, had a hand in making this a great event. And well done, Jim Haller as well. All right, we're off and running on this Thursday afternoon. So we've got a taped interview coming up with Henry Dugat. He's one of the Baylor uh, former Baylor standouts that is going into the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame ceremonies. Uh, now just a week away, next Friday, the twenty ninth, will be the induction banquet in the Waco Convention Center. Hindu is part of the uh, group uh, termed the foundation that make up the class for 2021 for the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. The foundation being the uh, first two recruiting classes for Coach Scott Drew. And that firm foundation has uh, led to the national championship we're talking about. So, uh, Henry Dugat coming up in the hour. You'll enjoy hearing from him and uh, reminiscing about his time. The early days under Coach Drew and Coach Tang Uh, and Coach Mills and Coach Driscoll, so uh, Henry Dugat coming up in just a bit. Uh, Right now, let's take a break. We'll have more in just a moment. Plenty more to come in the hour. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and the Allen Samuel Studios brought to you by Diamore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive.
3: Where
2: Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Skies will remain partly cloudy tonight with
1: a low of 61. Winds will shift out of the northeast as a weak cold front tries to pass over the area, but by tomorrow afternoon, it won't be strong enough to keep the winds out of the north. So once again, a southerly breeze with a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow and a high of 84. A couple systems will try to make their way into central Texas this weekend with the twenty four chance for showers and storms saturday and
2: sunday make sure to join me every weeknight during fox 44 news at 5:36 36 and 9 for your forecast first plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather
6: Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. Join Darren Burrow, Johnny Tusa, and me, Tom Barfield, as we bring you all the exciting play-by-play action this Friday night. The Lions travel to Mansfield to take on Lake Ridge. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff at 7.30. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Join us for Waco and Lake Ridge. It's this Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Hey Waco, need a fresh start to your morning? Tired of the same old cup of joe? Come on down to Common Grounds. We serve all your favorite plus several options on our signature menu you cannot find anywhere else. Try our world-famous cowboy coffee. You can get it either piping hot or ice cold, any way you like it. We're open all day from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. at our 8th Street location next to Baylor University and 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at our Woodway location next to Slow Rise Pizza. So if you need to pick me up or just wanted a beautiful space to connect and unwind, come on down to Common Grounds where you're sure to experience more than just coffee. Wake up the right way, Waco.
0: Baylor Sports Beat weekdays at 7:55 a.m. and 5:25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
4: Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest Standard of Excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. With us, John Morris Show on this Thursday afternoon. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. Pleased you're with us here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Hey, uh, we were uh, mentioned we were at the Baylor Club for the luncheon today, the chamber tip-off luncheon. How about uh, the upcoming events at the Baylor Club? They have, when is this, Party on the Patio. It's not tonight, it's next week, so the 27th. Next week for uh, Party on the Patio, Smoke and Meats Patio Party, 6.30 to 8.30. That is uh, an event not to be missed. Um, veterans Day, November 11th. They will have a very uh, appropriate uh, recognition of our veterans, and that is uh, scheduled for 5 to 8 p.m. on Veterans Day, November 11th. Their Sip and Shop Classic is coming up each year. This is where they pick a uh, charity in the area and uh, uh, raise funds and donate it to that charity. It's Tuesday, November 23rd, from 4 o'clock until 8 o'clock this year. They partnered with Friends for Life. That is great. And uh, have over 40 different vendors there you can shop from. Perfect time to start your Christmas shopping. And uh, we'll remind you about that plenty of times between now and then, but that is Tuesday, November 23rd. For the Sip and Shop Charity Classic event at the Baylor Club, club eats to go continue uh, always uh, always something going on there. Uh, let's see what else, what else, what else at the Baylor Club. Ooh, looks like a boo brunch coming up, uh, Aaron. This will be um, so that'll be the thirty first. Is that a that's a Sunday, right? Yeah, the thirtieth is the. Baylor Texas game, so the thirty first. Come dressed in your Halloween costume for a Boo Brunch, ten thirty to one thirty. Uh, that is on the thirty first and uh, the day after the Baylor Texas game. So it's uh, it's in conjunction with the uh, Bears Victory Sunday Brunch. So all those events coming up and plenty more at the Baylor Club. Check them out on the web the Baylor the Baylor Club dot com the dot com. Or give them a call if you have questions, 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. How about, uh, how about baseball? I, uh, I was really getting into that yesterday, uh, and actually my wife, Terry, was getting into it. She is from Houston, so when the Astros are uh, going great guns like they are now, she uh, gets into the baseball, and we watched probably the last... Couple of innings, maybe more than that, of the Astros uh, Red Sox game yesterday. Now, the last couple of innings lasted about two hours. Yeah, uh, I, I was uh,
5: watching, but I was watching a little bit of it as uh, and listening to the uh, the coaches show. Yeah, but yeah, it was. I mean,
4: it was kind of over. <laughs> you know, it was over. It was what nine to one. Yeah, yeah, seven just, to one just, yeah. It point. was it
5: just drug on. Yeah,
4: but it, at one point, <laughs> Joe Buck said. Uh, this game has hit a wall the last couple of innings, <laughs> and he was right. The pitcher for the Red Sox, and I don't remember his name, he was a human rain delay. That guy was moving so slow, and it was a—I think it was seven to one at that point. And the Astros then ended up going up uh, nine to one, but they win. They're up three games to two, and the series shifts back to Houston. Here's how much uh, uh, Terry was into it. You know, the hoodies that the players have, and these say uh, H-Town mm-hmm. on it for the Astros. Hold your comments. Hold your thoughts I'm not saying anything. Okay. <laughs> uh, they say H-Town on it, and she said, ooh, I want one of those. <laughs> so I looked on MLB.com, MLB Shop, and they don't have those particular ones available yet. I'm sure they will. Right. But right now they're the players. Wearing it, so everybody gets interested in it, and then they 'll make them available oh the absolutely that 's yeah. how you do it so she she wanted one of those, so the Astros are up three games to two they 'll go back to Houston, game six comes up tomorrow evening. Astros win they 're in the World Series. Astros lose game seven Saturday in Houston with the Red sox now here's here 's the scenario. <laughs> Just bite your tongue, bite your lip. I'll,
5: I'll, have, I'll have plenty of opportunities to talk about it tomorrow.
4: Chris when, is not coming tomorrow. Oh, he isn't? No, no. Well, it's still,
5: it, it'll be game day. So. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, here, here's the scenario that is brewing. David Kay is uh, one of the biggest Astros fans that I know. David is head of our Athletic Communications and, of course, Chris Allman is a big Astros fan as well. Yeah. So David uh, very, uh, very wisely purchased tickets about a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago for – no, you know what? It was before this series even began. He bought tickets to Game 7 of the ALCS series. Right. You don't... Because it's an open date. Mm-hmm. David would be off from football, and basketball hasn't started yet. So game seven, he bought tickets. He's
5: rooting. He's re- he'll be rooting for the Red Sox.
4: Well, that's the question. Yeah, that's the question. It's game seven, and uh, Ooh, he, that's a tough. I know that's
5: a that's a conundrum.
4: So do you? Does he? And and Chris is in this same boat. Uh, Chris got a couple of tickets from David. So I didn't text David. He was coming back from Kansas City, but I texted Chris and I said, "Here's the question for you. Do you?" Are you okay with that's how I said are you okay with a Red Sox win in game 6 that forces a game 7 so you that you go. have a ticket to right or do you want him to finish it in 6 what do you think he said
5: he said finish it in 6 he said, True fan will say finish it in he 6 He had a very
4: solomon like answer to this he uh. said <laughs> he said it's a win win situation if if the Astros win in Game 6, they're going to the World Series. See, if, he, if they don't win, he's going to Game 7 on Saturday.
5: See, if you'd asked a Rangers fan that before <laughs> when they were on That's their sorry. way to the World Series, they would have said, finish it in
7: 6. You better finish it in six. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> right. No also, faith whatsoever. Also, can
5: I just say I'm yes. a little disappointed in, in Chris Allman. Uh-huh. If he was uh, more, I don't know, uh, uh, what's the word for that? Uh
4: are you tell me that's Astros fandom?
5: No, no, no. His Are you fun about facts. Him with us? If he was talking, yeah. if he if he was a little more proactive, since it's the off week, yeah, he could have done Baylor fun facts.
7: Oh, you know, absolutely. I
5: mean, I'm sure there's, you know, you you know a ton. I know a lot. You know a lot more, <laughs> but I'm sure he could have found some things yeah. that neither one of us knew, or you yeah, know. Yeah, but well, it he, is what it is. He He's an Astros fan. What do you expect? <laughs>
4: He offered <laughs> to come in on Friday, and I said, no, no, just take a Friday afternoon. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But he did offer. So, uh, so that's the conundrum. I'll ask David Kaye, when I get back, uh, get his thoughts on that. But game six, Astros win. They're in the World Series. They lose. He gets to go to game seven on Saturday.
5: Yeah, I, I'm being serious. If that was the Rangers and you asked me, I, 100% winning game six. <laughs> right. You know, right, I mean, yeah. I'm going in game seven if they don't, but I would prefer that yeah. they get it over with, even if it means I don't get to go. Yeah. Because I'm going to watch anyway. I know it's obviously a great, exper- great experience to go, a right. much better experience to be there, uh, especially if they win to go to the World Series. But right. I don't want to take the chance on a game seven. I hear you. I hear
4: you. I, w- I would probably hadn't, say the same thing. It hadn't
5: worked out well for Ranger fans. <laughs>
4: don't gamble anything win it win it when you have the chance that's exactly right (laughs) nelson cruz Uh. all right uh so that is uh it's an off day a travel day today for the rangers and the red sox it is game five tonight for the braves and the dodgers braves are on the verge of winning this thing they're up three games Mm -hmm. to one it's in la again tonight uh seven o'clock our time it's on tbs and the Braves win, and they are in the World Series. Of course, the Dodgers shorthanded without Max Muncie. I think that's a big loss to their lineup.
5: Well, and Clayton Kershaw, too. And, I yeah, mean, you, you know, sure. you lose probably. Well, I mean, you lose your best pitcher and your best hitter. It's going to affect you.
4: A couple of huge and, losses. Yeah,
5: yeah. And then that's saying something because they have Max Scherzer and <laughs> uh, uh, wa- uh, Walker Bueller. Bueller, yeah. You know, I mean, would, when you still have those two, but I mean, I would. I don't know, Scherzer's close. But still, I think it's a totally different series if he can pitch twice in it, you know, obviously. And the same thing with Max Muncie. you know, being able to hit four times a game. You know, it's a huge, huge blow to your lineup.
4: So, Braves lead three games to one. Game five tonight from Los Angeles, 7 o'clock on TBS. And uh, then they would have a travel day tomorrow if the Braves don't uh, clinch it tonight in L.A. They would play game six on Saturday. Game seven would be, if necessary, on Sunday. World Series game one next Tuesday on Fox. All right, that is uh, baseball and uh, fun to watch those October games. Let's take a break. When we come back, We'll hear from Henry Dugat, former Baylor standout, going into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame in the induction banquet one week from tomorrow. It's the 29th at the Waco Convention Center. Hindu is part of the uh, class that is termed the foundation. Five guys that uh, really laid the foundation for Baylor basketball success. We'll hear from Henry his thoughts on that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us this afternoon. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management, I saw uh, Joe Kaleo at the luncheon today as well. Joe was pressing the flesh. He was moving around from table to table. I think he made contact with Coach Drew. (laughs) I don't know if he made a pitch to him or not, but Mm -hmm. he, he definitely made contact with Coach Drew at our table. Well done, Joe. Very good on your part. Kaleo Wealth Management's clients appreciate the fact that their Kaleo representative works just as hard as they do to meet their family's financial objectives. 200 West Highway 6 in Waco. Call them at 254-751-5050. That is Kaleo Wealth Management. Back with more in a moment, John Morris, Aaron Sexton here on ESPN Central Texas.
6: ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward White and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk, just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Your hometown. This is
6: our house. Home team. Always
2: a
3: thrill when the home team to Bill.
2: This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet Store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre.
7: I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet Store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain.
2: Stop by the Good Feet Store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with good feet.
7: Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace.
4: Texas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
1: Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for outside or inside your home or office. Western art and pictures to hang on the wall. Purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats crosses made from metal resin and montana silversmith items they offer 90 days same as cash text 16118 or 22462 to apply it's the world's best western store appaloosa trading post rodeo pond 3101 north robinson drive in waco
0: espn radio sports
7: center I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. College football last night saw Appalachian State beat number 14 Coastal Carolina 30-27. Tonight number 21 SMU hosts Tulane Florida Atlantic at Charlotte Louisiana at Arkansas State and San Jose at UNLV. Thursday night football tonight. Denver Broncos at the Cleveland Browns. Case Keenum will get the start for the Browns. 720 kickoff on Fox. Astros take a lead in the ALCS beating the Red Sox 9-1. Astros lead that series 3-2 heading back to Houston tomorrow night. And the braves lead the nlcs three to one after beating the dodgers nine to two last night braves can punch their ticket to the world series tonight in la first pitch at 708 high school football tonight from leo buckley and colleen belton versus ellison kickoff at seven o'clock
0: sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas You're listening to the John Moore Show on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. It was a surreal moment.
3: It means the world to me because I love Baylor so much.
0: Honestly, I'm I'm humbled and I am honored.
3: I was extremely
8: elated. Oh, it's it's wonderful.
0: Uh,
3: I got goosebumps. I mean, it's a it's a pretty big honor. It's, uh, beyond words, really, for me to express what this means to me.
1: It's a great, great time and such
0: an honor. It's time now for a visit with an electee to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame. Here's John Morris with one of Baylor's all-time greats. It is getting close.
4: The uh, Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor Induction Banquet comes up next Friday. That's the 29th at the uh, Brazos Room, the Waco Convention Center. We've been talking about it for a long time talking to uh, the electees and uh it's almost here it is next Friday here in Waco.
5: Do you know who came up with calling them the foundation?
4: I don't. That's
5: I, a good question. Could you find that out cuz yeah, that's yeah. a that's that's a really really great way to yeah. refer to them and it's it's ask, and it sounds cool. Yeah, that's the foundation. Yeah. They're all getting inducted in the Hall of Fame. It fits. Doesn't uh, it? it does. I mean I you know you and I were both there you were broadcasting it I was I was uh helping broadcast it and listening to it, you know, during those years and uh uh we both remember it very well and and the you know what what that class meant to Baylor basketball. I mean, who knows what direction it would have went if 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 they hadn't decided to come here and play basketball for Baylor.
4: Yeah. So the class uh, from last year, the 2020 class, they'll be inducted. We couldn't have an induction banquet last year. That is a great class in its own right. And then this year's class is uh, a group of five guys uh, going in as a group, the foundation of Baylor basketball. It is uh, Aaron Bruce, it's Curtis Gerald's. it's uh, Kevin Rogers, it's Mamadou Gian, and our guest today, Henry Dugat, Henry out of Dayton High School, Dayton, Texas, came in and I just remember What a flash he was, how fast that guy was on the court and an outstanding player. uh, Henry Dugat, we had a chance to visit with him as he goes into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame part of the Foundation of Baylor Basketball. Welcome in now one of the members of the Foundation, the class that will be inducted into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame, ceremonies next week, next Friday. We welcome in Henry Dugat, who joins us from Houston. And, uh, Henry, uh, first, congratulations. Uh, Really happy for you. It's a great and very deserving honor, and we appreciate you being on today. Yes, sir.
8: Thank you, and thank you for having
4: me. You bet. You bet. What What do you think about this? Uh, you five guys being inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, together as a group?
8: Um, I think it's you know it's a, a great deal, a great thing for us to be a part of, especially myself to be a part of this. And I think you know we we definitely came in and you know we wanted to leave our mark, and you no, know, I think we did that as a, as a, uh, a group. But to see where it has grown to today, I think is unbelievable.
4: Yeah, you're a big part of that, and isn't it great the way Coach Drew and the coaches here include you guys, you know, and and really recognize you as the foundation of where the program is today?
8: Yeah, most definitely. It, it's so great to be uh, recognized, you know, in that in that manner. But I think a lot of it has to go, you know, with the coaches. Like I said before, Coach Drew, Coach Tang, and the whole coaching staff that's been there, you know, they've been the common denominator through the whole process. So.
4: Isn't it funny to think, I mean, you were here at the beginning of all that. Coach Drew was new. Coach Tang was new. You know, it was all all new, but you were uh, part of it from the very beginning.
8: Right, right. Yeah, so I definitely can – from i remember when
4: it wasn't as great as it is now <laughs> that that's kind of putting it mildly isn't it
8: <laughs> right
4: <laughs> what what do you, you remember were there as well. you know, i'm sorry go ahead i said you were there as well yeah uh, yeah exactly what do you remember from the early days you know when you guys were struggling and and you played half a season one year uh you know to persevere through that that says a lot about you guys
8: yeah, most definitely. I think that's one of the things that stands out the most was that, you know, with the half season that we had, you know, no one had any outlook or know how we would get through it. We just worked through it and continuously tried to to better ourselves and prepare ourselves for what we didn't know what was to come, but what we thought would come. And I think, you know, that's a big thing. That's what I can kind of carry that through life, you know, as far as you never know what's before you just – as long as you work hard and prepare
4: yourself. Yeah, that's a good life lesson going through that, you know, and, and achieving great things through after that. Uh, that time when you all were practicing, everybody else was playing, you weren't going to play till conference got here. Uh, what, what was that like? I mean, that was tough, wasn't it, to see everybody else playing and you guys couldn't play games?
8: Yeah, it was so tough. It was so tough, you know. Uh, You know, coming in, we were anxious to get on the court and to compete against other teams. And, you know, having to sit that much time out and practice against each other so much, it made us even more anxious to get out there on the court.
4: Henry, what do you remember? uh, What was your first contact with Coach Drew or Coach Tang or maybe it was somebody else on the staff, Uh, you know, out of Dayton High School? What what was your first contact with them and what what were your early recollections about that?
8: Uh, I, I believe my first contact may have been with Coach Tang because he was at a high school not far from right. my high school. He was coaching. So, you know, my family and we were kind of familiar with him. And, I mean, you know, from, from the beginning, you know, our family kind of uh, went to, to the way of, you know, Coach Tang because we had a, a great rapport with him. And, you know, we trusted him and, he, you know, he's always been a good guy. And, you know, then when I was able to meet with Coach Drew and be around Coach Mills, Coach Driscoll, and everyone like the coaching staff at that time and come up and see the university and the city, you know, it, it all just felt good, you know. That's great.
4: And, you know, think back on it now, uh, that was all so new for Coach uh, Tang as well, you know. He was just come out of, coming out of that private school coaching and really his first taste of college coaching. You know, that was all brand new to him also.
8: Right, right. But I think he's done a great job. Like I said, we we didn't know what was ahead of us. We just knew to work and possibly make out of it what we could.
4: That's great. Henry Dugat is with us, uh, part of the foundation, a class of – Five Baylor basketball players that were in the first two recruiting classes for Coach Scott Drew and Baylor basketball, and really the foundation of where the program is now. Uh, Henry, when you guys got to the uh, to the NCAA tournament in uh, 2008, first tournament appearance in 20 years, uh, how great was that to, to break through and get to the NCAA tournament? Uh, it
8: was it was one of the greatest accomplishments of my career as well, just to, you know, be able to enjoy that feeling because coming into Baylor, that was one of the goals of me, Kevin and Curtis, you know, as, as coming in the class, we wanted to have a chance to play in the tournament along with Aaron Bruce and Mamadou. We, we wanted to have a chance to be able to play in the tournament and not only play, but show that we can compete among the top in the country. And, you know, having that experience, you know, was, was a, in the right direction for
4: us yeah 21 wins 21 11 I think it was in in 2008 and then 2009 uh to the NIT championship game where you ran into Penn State but what a great run that was in the NIT the next year
8: oh yeah that was a great a great run for us you know obviously we wanted to be back in the NCAA and it didn't go how we wanted to but I think, you know, it was the same thing. We didn't know what was ahead of us, but we continued to put our heads down and work hard and continue out the process.
4: What was it like uh, watching this Baylor team this year uh, win the Big 12, first time ever, make the run all the way, and win the NCAA championship? What was that like as, as a uh, a Baylor alum to watch that?
8: Yeah, it was a really proud feeling. You know, I was so proud for those guys that, it felt like they had it figured out or they were on the right energy to to be consistent through a whole season. I understand what that takes, and, and especially with COVID going on and all the things that kind of held those guys back or tried to, yeah. I think they did an unbelievable job of persevering and fighting through certain things and keeping their eyes on running through the finish line, because even in the championship game, I think you can see the determination in the way those guys were playing.
4: Yeah, very, very good point. And you, when you were playing, uh, you were part of some really good guards uh, on the team. What did you think of that group of guards on this year's team?
8: Man, Man, I think these these guys that they had last year were unbelievable to watch, man. It was really fun to, to see those guys watching how they controlled the game and you know, they were leaders for the team and and I mean they came out on top, you know, that was that's the best way to, to end it. Yeah.
4: But uh did you come up for the parade, the celebration parade?
8: Uh no, I wasn't able to make it up there
4: Okay. Did you see some video of that and, and what it was like and, and all the former players that Coach Drew uh invited to be a part of that?
8: Yeah, I definitely saw that. That was that was great, man. That was really great.
4: Yeah, I mean, that that's so big and, and really says a lot again about Coach Drew and these coaches that they wanted to share that with you guys, you know, with the guys who, who built the program. And uh, he, he always does that, doesn't he? He he wants to keep you guys involved.
8: Oh, yeah, he's definitely a, a family guy, a family man, and, you know, he makes us all feel like family.
4: Henry, uh, what are you doing now? You're still playing.
8: Yes, I'm still playing now. Last season I was in Ukraine, and now I'm – Waiting to sign to another team to be out here before this season.
4: Gotcha. And and what are the options, or where do you think you might end up, or is it kind of wide open right now?
8: Uh, it's pretty wide open at this moment, you know. So, but hopefully, within the next couple of weeks, we can narrow something down. And,
4: Very good. Well, uh, congratulations to you again, you and the uh, other four guys, part of the foundation. You're going into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame, which is a great, great honor and very deserving for you. Uh, really happy for you, and appreciate your time for the visit today.
8: Yes, sir. Thank you, John, and I appreciate it.
4: We will Thank see. You. We will see at the banquet next week. All right, John. That is Henry Dugat going into the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame, part of the uh, foundation. The group of five Baylor guys that comprise the first two classes for Coach Scott Drew here at Baylor going in as a group, that is the class of 2021. Henry Dugat, Curtis Jerrells, Aaron Bruce, Mamadou Gien, and Kevin Rogers, those five guys. Add that to the class from 2020. It'll be an outstanding night for the banquet next Friday evening at the Waco Convention Center. Still not too late. If you'd like to get uh, tickets, if you'd like to be there, if you'd like to sponsor a table, I think it's uh, not too late for that either. Contact Tammy Harden in the Baylor B Association at 254-710-3045, 254-710-3045, or email Tammy at Tammy underscore Harden, H-A-R-D-I-N, H-A-R-D-I-N at baylor.edu looking forward to the banquet next week uh henry says he will be there next week as uh, he and that group the foundation are inducted all right uh let's take a break back with more in just a moment uh share some birthdays with you look ahead plenty more to come thanks for being with us on this thursday afternoon john morris show brought to you in part by the pioneer boys at pioneer steel and pipe serving central texas since 1943 Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business, covering four generations. John Embry and Braden Embry, the most recent. That is very rare. You don't need me to tell you in today's business environment. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron, sea purlin, and structural pipe. They also carry all sizes of pipe from 1 half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. They also stock American-made grade 60 rebar, 3 8 inch to 3 quarter inch. Basically, yeah, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Locations in Waco at 913, South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane, and a location in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com.
6: It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco.
4: Join us Wednesday back live from Rudy's and hear from acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey and head football coach Dave Aranda.
6: The Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday at 6 p.m. right here on the Home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16 acre, state of the art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location,
0: 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM.
1: You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and
4: your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience
2: the difference. Bank different. Bank central.
7: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. College football last night saw Appalachian State beat number 14 Coastal Carolina 30-27. Tonight number 21 SMU hosts Tulane Florida Atlantic at Charlotte Louisiana at Arkansas State and San Jose at UNLV. Thursday night football tonight Denver Broncos at the Cleveland Browns. Case Keenan will get the start for the Browns. 720 kickoff on Fox. Astros take a lead in the ALCS beating the Red Sox 9-1. Astros lead that series 3-2 heading back to Houston tomorrow night. And the braves lead the nlcs three to one after beating the dodgers nine to two last night braves can punch their ticket to the world series tonight in la first pitch at 708 high school football tonight from leo buckley and colleen belton versus ellison kickoff at seven o'clock
0: sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas
4: Back with this final segment, John Morris' show on this Thursday afternoon. And Matt Mosley is coming up next, top of the hour. He'll take you uh, home this afternoon, 4 to 6. Tom Barfield, Ward, Whites, bring you to work in the morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Every weekday here on ESPN Central Texas. We mentioned some uh, birthdays to you today. And uh, one of these, so... Uh, So, Bruce Turkowitz is a longtime listener of ours. He was when he was here in Waco. He uh, moved to El Paso and listens on the TuneIn app or uh, some way. I think it's the TuneIn app. But uh, now Bruce is in Cincinnati. So, he and I are going to go to a Reds game together at some point. But Bruce's daughter, Megan Turkowitz Manhurst, it's her birthday today. Bruce told me about it about a month ago. And I said... Hey, will you um, remind me when it comes closer to the 21st? And he did. He texted me and reminded me today. So, Megan, happy birthday to you today. Uh, Other birthdays today. Uh, It's Blake Burleson's birthday. Happy birthday to Blake on the Baylor campus. It is uh, Pat Ryan's birthday. Pat, uh, radio man from way back it is Terry Jones' birthday. Uh, a lot of you folks know Terry here in the area. Pete Futris, it's Pete's birthday today. Oh, it's Jack Allen's birthday at Channel 25. Happy birthday to uh, Jack. Um, Sarah Jones' birthday, happy birthday to Sarah. Dwayne Moss, Dwayne and Jeannie Moss, long-time Baylor fans, and they're at more games than I am. Happy birthday to Dwayne Moss today. Uh, Luke White's birthday is today. Oh, that's going to be a pretty good list here. Um, I think that is it. Yeah, I think that's it. No, nobody, nobody else to add. Uh, it's Lee Lockname's birthday. Lee, you know who that is? Lee Lockname. Name sound familiar? It,
5: the name sounds familiar. Oh, it yeah. does.
4: Okay, he is the uh, trumpet player, the horns player for Chicago. Lee Lockname. Oh, okay. Yeah, you one know of the why? originals.
5: Because I saw. Have you seen the uh, Chicago documentary on? On Netflix, yes, very, very good. It's very good, (laughs) and very, very petty of of uh, of uh, Peter Cetera to not be a part of that. You know what I mean? Uh, Didn't you think the the same thing? And the drummer
4: wasn't a part of it either, was he? No, yeah. Well, Danny Seraphin, yeah,
5: the original drummer, yeah, because he got replaced. Uh, I that Peter
4: Cetera said no to the right,
5: yeah, like he's above it or something. I don't know, (laughs) but that that yeah, like the original drummer, I can kind of understand because he got fired and replaced yeah i still would have done it mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. you're part of, of mm-hmm. you know i mean they were huge 50 they, years
0: yeah 50 plus years yeah
5: they're still still you know selling out the you know uh amphitheaters yeah. and wherever they play but um yeah, the the whole Peter Satir thing, I was like, that's kind of uh, me. I, I'm not a big fan anymore. So
4: Lee Locknain's birthday is today. He's the trumpet guy there, one of the originals for Chicago. Who else uh, would you add to the list today?
5: Uh, I struggled with this one, but she's just so popular. Yeah. Kim Kardashian turns oh, 41 today. <laughs> it, it's It just felt like I was trying to find a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, every yeah. like everybody knows who Kim Kardashian is. Whether you like her or don't like her, whether you've ever watched the show, yeah. pretty much everybody knows who she is, you know. Something about her. She's got the TV show or she's married to Kanye West or was. Actually, I think yeah. they're divorced now, but um so she turns uh uh Kim Kardashian turns uh 41 today. Okay. And Judge Judy turns 79.
4: Judge Judy 79. 79. Wow. Yep. And she's still going strong, right? That show is still on the air?
5: I believe so.
4: I think it is.
5: Uh she's got okay. Uh I don't know the uh uh she announced that on Ellen that the next season will be the last of original episodes of Judge Judy, hmm. but uh then she said that she'll have a new show called Judy Justice that will debut sometime this fall. At age
4: 80. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. How about that? are 79 today. Yeah, right. 79, yeah. So
5: So she is still doing it. Yeah, it's going to have wow. a different name apparently.
4: Judge Judy. That's it? That's it. Nobody else. All right. Very good. Happy birthday to those folks. And uh, if we missed you, I apologize. Aaron uh, has very high standards for <laughs> the people he mentions for uh, birthdays here in the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, speaking of which, Matt Mosley is next. What do you guys have planned coming up uh, between 4 and 6 today?
5: We will talk with Mike Peasley from the Dallas Mavericks Radio Network about their season opener tonight, expectations for the season. Obviously, we'll talk about Luca. Um, uh, we'll do uh, his uh, campus confidential. That's at five tw- at uh, four twenty, four forty. We'll do his campus confidential, where he, you know, just uh, college football news from around the country, and uh, lots more.
4: All right, very good. So that's coming. Also, up. a chance
5: to win. We'll have Schmaltz trivia. So,
4: uh, ooh, Schmaltz yeah, trivia. Chance, very chance good. Do you have a question st- ready? Or does I Matt do not. I was going to
5: get one from you before you left. <laughs>
4: okay. Let's go not do it on the air. <laughs> right, but, uh, right, We'll talk about it off the air. How about so that? So well prepared. <laughs> Glad to do it. So um, there you go. And uh, birthday to those folks. And Matt, Mo- Matt Mosley is coming up next, 4 to 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll be back tomorrow, Lord willing, in the 3 p.m. hour. As I said earlier, congratulations to Sophia Young Malcolm, who was awarded the Frank Fallon Award today at the Waco Chamber uh, tip-off luncheon uh, for her contributions to basketball in Central Texas. And
5: what day did you say her and Derek will be on That'll be tomorrow.
4: Tomorrow, okay. Yeah, so Sophia and Derek Smith, our new women's basketball radio team, And uh, we'll have them on with us tomorrow, so uh, tune in and you'll enjoy hearing from them. Their exhibition opener is next week, the 27th, and that'll be next Wednesday. And then their second exhibition game, and that game will be uh, internet only, so you can listen to them on the Baylor website at baylorbears.com. And then their second exhibition game for the Baylor women is November 3rd, the following Wednesday, and that will be here on the air beginning at straight up 7 o'clock. Um, so first uh, broadcast over the air for Derek and Sophia will be November 3rd here on ESPN Central Texas. And then their season opener is November 9th, so right around the corner. All right, we're going to move out of here thanks to uh, Henry Dugat, who was on with us. Henry, part of the class, the foundation, going into the Athletics Hall of Fame ceremonies the induction banquet next friday the 29th at the waco convention center we are uh, most definitely looking forward to that with a great class from 2020 whose induction was delayed by a year and then the class of 2021 is uh, that group the foundation five guys that make up the foundation of baylor basketball thanks to hindu for being on with us stay tuned matt mosley is next We'll talk to you tomorrow at three here on ESPN Central Texas.
6: The Connolly Coaches Show with Terry Garrick is brought to you by First Central Credit Union.
3: Connolly, good are Two and four, one and one in district play after dropping a twenty-eight-seven decision at Salado. Just one TD scored by your team. What shut down your offense, Coach?
1: Uh, well, they uh, we had some mishaps on some executions. uh, But the truth is, Toledo's a good football team, very well coached. um, And we had some opportunities. You know, there was two or three times we were inside the 20 and we just didn't get it done.
3: Your defense is allowing 28 points in each district game so far. That needs some improvement, doesn't it?
1: Yes, sir, we do. Uh, We got to get better up front on the defensive line and that linebacker. Uh, Secondary-wise, we're fine. Uh, So we're really working on trying to do a little better at the uh, D-line and at the linebacker position.
3: you got three games left to the season. Uh, is there a player that has improved from day one to now that you just didn't expect that much improvement out of him?
1: I think number one would be Kiefer Sibley. Uh, he's uh, number nine. He's one of our linebackers. Uh, he's only a sophomore, um, and he's improved every week. He And he's going to be one heck of a player in the next two years. But uh, even this year, as a as a first-year varsity player and as a sophomore, he's doing a great job for us. Very coachable, works very hard, and uh, he gets after it on Friday nights.
3: Well, that's what you like to see. This week, you're going to host Gerald. A win in this game keeps you in the postseason picture.
1: Yes, sir. Um, so we're focused on Gerald this week. We're not even worried about the um, rest of the district right now. All we got to do is worry about Gerald and take care of business on Friday night. You know, this one's a must win for us, and next week is a must win for us. But we got to do one at a time. So we're taking, try to take care of Gerald this week.
0: ESPN Central Texas.
3: It's time to drive at home. Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. New and used auto rates are as low as 1.99% APR. Have a winning season with First Central's local Blitz Play. Quick loan processing with flexible terms. Apply online. We make it easy to score at FirstCentralCU.com. We're your
1: team. Everything we do, we do for you.
6: Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA.
4: Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution